The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello there. What it do? How are you? And welcome to episode 98 of Above the Nest with Rachel, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course. And I'm your host, Rachel Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. The Philadelphia Eagles are 10-3 and after back-to-back losses. First, they fell to the San Francisco 49ers, and then they fell to the Dallas Cowboys. And so now they're looking to rebound, heading to the West Coast. They will be going to Seattle to play the 6-7 and Seahawks Week 15. That game will be on Monday Night Football, scheduled for Monday, December 18th at 8.15 p.m. Eastern. A few things to know about the Seahawks going into this game. They are coming off of a loss to the San Francisco 49ers. The final score of that game was 28 to 16. They are also currently on a four game losing streak. So this game is super important for them because they are still in the playoff hunt. An interesting fact, their head coach Pete Carroll has a perfect 7-0 record against the Eagles in his coaching career. Also, the Eagles have not beat the Seahawks since 2008. And so we're going to see with both teams on a losing streak. The Eagles are on a two-game losing streak. The Seahawks are on a four-game losing streak. We are going to see which team wants it more. Taking a look at the offensive side of the ball for the Seattle Seahawks. Their starting quarterback is Geno Smith. However, He is dealing with a groin injury, and he actually was not able to play week 14 against the San Francisco 49ers, and so their backup quarterback stepped up and replaced him. Um, That was was Drew Locke. He threw for 269 yards in that game, two touchdowns. He had two interceptions and a 92.0 passer rating, but he was also sacked four times against the 49ers. And so a big storyline that has definitely been surrounding the Seahawks as of the last week is whether or not Geno Smith is going to be good to go come Monday against Philly. 
He did return to practice on Thursday, and he was a limited participant on Friday. Mind you, because this game is primetime on Monday night, everything is delayed, and so the final injury report did not come out on Friday, but rather it'll likely come out on Saturday because they have the extra day to prepare for Monday's game. And so we don't know as of Friday night whether or not Geno Smith or Drew Locke will be starting for the Seattle Seahawks. But so far this season, um, Smith has a 64.4 completion percentage. He has 15 touchdowns, and he also has nine interceptions. Their wide receiver trio consists of DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and their rookie, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Starting with DK Metcalf, he tends to ball out of his mind against the Philadelphia Eagles. Two of the biggest games that he's had in his career have come the past two times that Seattle faced Philly. Starting in 2019, in that playoff meeting, he had seven catches for 160 yards and a touchdown. And then when they met the following season, he had 10 receptions for 177 yards, which is still, to this day, his career high in receiving yards. As of late, he has been getting pretty hot. He's been playing very, very well um, through the past five games. He actually has 23 catches for 410 yards and five touchdowns over the last five games. They also have Tyler Lockett, who's coming off of one of the best games of his season so far, catching all six of his targets for 89 yards, and also their rookie, um, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who was the first receiver taken off the board in the 2023 NFL draft. He is coming off of a not so good performance against the San Francisco 49ers. He only had four catches for 25 yards. And so this is definitely going to be a task for the Eagles defense, who has uh, not been looking all that great when it comes down to third down. And so we'll see how that matchup um, comes out or plays out. Their running backs consist of Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. And also looking at the um, offensive line going up against the defensive line, the Seahawks offensive line going up against the Eagles defensive line, that's going to be a matchup that you want to keep your eyes out for as well. Um, the offensive line for the Seahawks is actually very, very young on BGN radio, the preview episode for this game. Uh, Jimmy Kempsey actually uh, mentioned that the average age for the offensive line is actually 24 years old. And so they're pretty young, one of the younger offensive lines in the league. And they haven't been like extremely healthy this year also. And so pass protection has been an issue for them. And so that means that the hopefully, 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 the Eagles defensive line will be able to take advantage of that, even though, you know, they're super tired right now and they the snap counts have been insane uh, so far through the season. But we're hoping that they'll be able to get some pressure on whoever the starting quarterback is come Monday night. Flipping over to the defensive side of the ball, the secondary is actually very banged up. The Seattle Seahawks, like star cornerback, Devin Witherspoon, who has been a key player on this defense, he actually got injured in the game on Sunday against the San Francisco 49er. He has a hip injury that he's dealing with. He didn't practice on Thursday. Also, the player who was stepping in to replace Witherspoon, uh, Artie Burns, ended up leaving the game 
against the 49ers early with a knee injury. And then they also have one of their cornerbacks, Trey Brown, who was actually inactive going into the game against the 49ers dealing with a old injury and was also limited in practice. So if I were a Seahawks fan going into this game, that is definitely an area of concern because that's an area of weakness for the Seahawks right now is their secondary. And it doesn't help that they're going up against one of their tougher opponents of the year, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, who are coming off of, Poor performances. I mean, when you look at the box score, it doesn't look like they were that bad, but they had these uncharacteristic fumbles and drops that we just both of them in the same game. And so we're not used to seeing that. And so I don't think that that's going to happen again. Like that doesn't ever happen. It was just a fluky, weird game. And so I think Devontae Smith and AJ Brown are going to be back to having, you know, dominant performances like they normally do. And so for the secondary, for the Seahawks, that's a concern if their players are injured and not able to play. So, yeah. Also to note, um, their safety, Jamal Adams, if you have been paying attention, a lot of people have been, a lot of Seattle Seahawks fans have been very, very frustrated with him because they feel that he's overpaid. And so you're getting all this money, but you're not performing and you're giving up big plays and you're just not looking good in coverage as of, you know, late. And so he didn't participate on Thursday or Friday, but he's definitely been on the hot seat lately um, when it comes to a lot of the Seahawks fans. Even though the defensive unit has been bad this season for the Seahawks and as of late, it's been banged up. They do have a bright spot in their defensive end, Leonard Williams. And so he's been pretty decent for them. And against the San Francisco 49ers, he did have a sack and he did have four QB hits. So they're not, they're bad, but that is definitely one of their star players. The Eagles issue their second injury report on Friday, like I, like I mentioned, because they play on Monday. The final ish injury report will likely not come out until Saturday. And so on Friday, three players did not participate for the second straight day. They also These three players also did not participate on Thursday, and those were Zach Cunningham, who's dealing with a knee injury, Darius Slay, who's also dealing with a knee injury, and Cam Jurgens, who's dealing with a pectoral injury. Reed Blankenship was also upgraded to being a full participant after he was a limited participant on Thursday. And so with that being said, it's looking like he's going to be on track to clear concussion protocol on Monday, which is a plus because they definitely need him. Looking at the Seahawks injury report, Jamal Adams, who I mentioned, who has been on the hot seat for the bird, uh, for not the birds, for the Seahawks and a lot of their fans. He did not participate dealing with a knee injury. Um, also, Devin Witherspoon did not participate dealing with that hip injury. Like I mentioned, um, linebacker Nick Bellore did not participate dealing with a knee injury. And also wide receiver D. Eskridge did not participate with a ribs injury. But that's going to be a wrap on episode 98 of Above the Nest with Rachel, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed. And trust me, there is a ton of content on the feed. Leave us five stars and a written review while you're at it. It really does help us when you guys leave reviews. So please, 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 if you have the time, leave a review. 
immediately following the Eagles and Seahawks game on Monday Night Football. Jess and Shane and myself will be up on the late night on the VGN Instant Reaction Show. So don't forget to stop by, leave your three-word reactions, your questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. Don't forget to follow us on Bleeding Green Insta. And don't forget to follow us. That's our Instagram. And don't forget to follow us at uh, BGN Unmore Radio on Twitter. You also might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel because there is some content that drops on YouTube that does not make it to the feed. So if you have time, don't forget to stop by, subscribe to our YouTube channel. But as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode. I am so very grateful for all of you. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and we out! Peace. G and